up a chair this is flux to Bose episode 239 lucas loves his life we are recording on november 28th 2018 on the talk of today irl game night what you playing featuring warframe and mandy finally we're gonna close out the show with that community grab bag and the sweet sweet awkward finish thank you for listening thank you for watching and enjoy the show Oh, I love it when you play the remix version of the theme song. It sounds need, like it sounds like it's random <clears throat> clips, but it's a remix version. Right? I, I need a bigger screen than my phone to use as a sound mixer is what I'm discovering. Yeah, we need a better solution there, but that's that's a, more that's Patreons a for another. <laughs> that's a project for another day. <clears throat> Welcome to Flexpost. I am Jason. He's Lucas. We're glad you're here. Hello to everyone in the chat. Maybe you're watching this live at twitch.tv slash Flexpost. Maybe you're listening to this when it releases onto the interwebs in a podcast via RSS feed. That's okay too. That's perfectly acceptable. We accept any and all recognition, listens, plays, hot takes. We'll take it. We'll take it. That's right. Lucas, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Getting used to the mixer again is kind of an interesting thing. because Yeah, we had a couple of weeks away from it. Yes, we did. And I kind of missed those. <laughs> I kind of missed it a little bit. <laughs> no, what happened before the show is I, I forgot I had muted my computer sound. Um so I didn't have any bleed through earlier, but uh, that's what happened. And then I forgot. And then you're, I was like, why can't I hear you? What a dummy. Because you muted your computer sounds. Yeah, that's going to do that. That's that's how that works. You can mute the sound oh, and then they can't hear you. That'll happen. <laughs> mm. Oh my God, kill me. You know, one day we'll we'll figure this all out, but that's that's not today. I don't, so that's yeah, okay. not today. That's fine. Not that's today. Fine. People, people wouldn't expect greatness just yet from us. So we'll get there. Sooner or later, thank you guys again for listening and watching. If you want to join us on Discord, that's where you can get all the happens in Flexpose. It's uh, flexpose.com slash Discord. Much love. Guys, we hit that uh, Flexpose AMA goal. A uh, quick update. We've been talking with our, our what do I say, a production assistant. I'm going to give him a production assistant. No, Michael's going to be the producer. Our friend oh, Mike is going to be the dang. producer on this. That's Flexpose like literally AMA. going from the bottom all the way to the top. The top. <laughs> And uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna set up a Gmail account specifically for you guys to email questions to, because I don't want Lucas and I to have any visibility to them prior to the AMA. And we, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Having it recorded in December, it's probably gonna be tough just because of Christmas. So I have a feeling we probably won't get a chance to sit down and do it until well, January. Yeah, and I'm being sliced open, and God knows yeah. how long it's gonna take we for want, me to recover. We want from you that. to have time to recover because. We gotta have a few beers beforehand, and we gotta oh, make sure for to sure. enjoy that. So. For sure, and the and, and it's it's not gonna be live cast, so not right. knowing the I questions mean, ahead of time, we'll just cut out yeah. whatever dead air. And, and that's the thing. I mean, we could have easily just done it like this and put it out there, but you know, this you guys have put a lot of faith in us and contributed here, so I want to give you something a little more than just you and I streaming on the internet because that's what you get all the time, and I want to put at least a little production in. Effort we, and we can barely do that. The just the streaming part that we've done for exactly, forever exactly. now. So. That's why we bring in Mike in to help 
to balance it out. Yep. And besides, you know, it's not like we do Battle of the Beer anymore. So, I mean, we got to do something with our, our video abilities. That's right? true. That's true. Ouch. That, so, that hurts a little bit, actually. Truth. The, tr- the truth hurts. <laughs> and, guys, we're doing a giveaway in this month. Well, almost practical this month of December. We want to know what your most anticipated game is in 2019. DM us on Twitter or on Discord. Share that with us. That gets you entered. Patrons, you are automatically entered. And if you do, you can get some bonus entries because we love our patrons. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that's that's enticing for you non-patrons. If you want a chance to get in that free game. And, of course, this is a... It's a physical game as well. It's not just a code. We're giving you the physical goods, the tactile. You can touch it. You can smell it. Ooh. It's a Switch cartridge. You could lick it. I Ooh. mean, there's, there's I guess that. you could lick it even if it's not a Switch cartridge, but I don't know if there's any, you know, anything going for you there. I mean, I've never licked a CD option. now that I can think about it. <laughs> now that I have a second. Um, what if it, was, if it wasn't like the disc wasn't reading right and you're like, this laser is not working properly. Maybe if I lick it. No, but I know that our mutual friend, John Pontius used to do that. And it disgusted me to no end. I'm like, how can you just lick like a, I think it was PlayStation era game. How can you just lick a game like that? It's gross. Like that's I remember John. So, you know, <laughs> and our You're not last announcement I want to get out for you guys. We have, those of you that might not have been around in the Fluxpose universe for a while, every holiday we always usually take the the week of Christmas off. We don't record an episode that week. It really kind of depends on when Christmas lies. But it, let's see, this year, I think it is like a Tuesday this year, so we probably won't yeah, be doing an episode because I, I won't be at home. Kind of makes it, first of all, makes it difficult. So we always do a holiday mixtape where we put together a bunch of winter uh, Christmas-themed OC remixes and spin them out there in the web. And it's yep. always just a fun thing to do. Gets you in that spirit. And we're going to continue that this year. But uh, patrons, we want to get you involved as well. So if those those of you that are a member of the Flex Legion on Patreon, we want to give you a chance to make, maybe share a holiday greeting or whatever. You want to talk about, you want to plug yourself for two minutes. That's fine too. You're an a-hole, but that's fine too. We're a-holes. Don't think I'm singling you out because we're assholes too. But we're going to give you that platform. So look for details. We'll put out a uh, Patreon post on that. But we want you involved in the little... Spread some holiday cheer. Usually we're all about self-depreciation and and deprecating humor, and we just don't like ourselves. But sometimes it's good to, you know, bring it up. <laughs> Calo asks if, if Spanish is accepted. Uh, here in Fluxtapose land, say habla espanol. Yes. Senor. Yeah, that... I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you can. It would be exotic. We could play, like, some Feliz Navidad stuff in the background. It'd be pretty cool, <laughs> you know? The one, we'll the one Spanish Christmas song that we can think of. Do Cheech and Chong have like a Christmas album? Because they should. Probably. I don't know. I feel like everyone had a Christmas album in the seventies. Maybe. And tonight, guys, this is for those uninitiated. This is what we like to call a game night. So the oh, last yeah, episode of the month, we like to play a game and completely zone out and give you a terrible audio product in the process. But if you're watching live. It's a little bit better. The video content's a little better companion piece of this. But last time we played Left 4 Dead 2, a little more demanding, high impact, <laughs> yeah. intense. Tonight we're going in a completely different direction. And we are playing Kings, excuse me, King and Assassins. This is a this is a board game. Board game, more like b- boring, boring board game, boring right? Boring cave. So Humble Bundle actually 
recently had a, a board game bundle. <laughs> so this is one of the games on there. We originally wanted to play, what was the game we were supposed to play? Colt. Pandemic originally. Well, Pandemic originally, but that doesn't support online. Um, Colt something. What was it? Colt. Oh, Colt Express. And then we Colt found Express, out it, thank need, you. it needs... Uh, and you needed three players. And three players. Womp womp. So that doesn't, that doesn't quite work either. Uh, <clears throat> what, what, what do I do? Well, what, do I- what you gotta do? I don't know. Are you starting the... Um, I'm going to turn the sound and the, the music and stuff back on. Oh, Are yeah, you I starting guess I to- put some- Ooh, somebody's actually playing this game. Good Lord. I skipped the tutorial already. So I'm, and so did I. So I'm creating a game and, uh, okay. and, and, and then we're going to play it. We're going to play it. We're going Are in you player one, seven, seven. I am. I don't know why, but I am. Okay. <clears throat> it had music. Wait, did it not? Um, uh, it says I, for some reason, when you alt tab out of the game, the lobby kind of goes. Okay, yeah, I didn't save it. There we go. Oh yeah, it does that time. It just Death disappears. Tie, what's up, man? Jace, what's going on? There we go. You have to see you guys in the chat. Hola. Yeah, so we wanted something that wasn't as uh, demanding. Demanding. Yeah. Oh, sh- okay. It starts. It starts. So oh, God. I, I know at the beginning you have to select three um, people to be. In, out of the crowd to be your hidden assassins. I'm gonna just go ahead and turn the volume down just a little bit more in the old Windows mixer, because these games are loud as f, bro. There we go. Okay, this should be good because I have no King's idea what I'm doing. I love it. Yeah, it's gonna take us a second because I, all I know, my objective is to get my king to those doors over there. That's all I know. I don't know how what things oh, I can there. do. Okay. Yeah, I'm the, the red. And then I have control of these um, guards? Regards. Regards. And, I agree with Jace. These uh, video game renditions of board games are either really good or, or really, really bad. terrible. <laughs> um, see, so here's we, the question. We, we will get IRL going during this as well once we get acclimated. So yes. for those who are um, not watching the stream right now, we have several. It has like a typical courtyard scene. Lucas is the king. He has five armed guards. I moved one. And he has to try to get the king into the castle. I have three hidden assassins amongst these normal looking citizens. And I guess I have to try to assassinate the king, I'm guessing. Yeah, my question is, do you move the other people? Right. Josh, how hype are you that we have board games on Fluxtapose? That's my question. So I have to move like all of these freaking people, and that ends my turn. Assassin's all right. turn. My assassin's turn. Why don't I go? <laughs> yeah. Because um, I have quite a few things to talk about. Obviously, with the coughing and the dying, I am sick as usual because it's a holiday, which means I have to be sick. It's it's just a require. It's a requirement. Did you move that person? Yeah. Okay. So you can move all of them. I'm guessing not all of them are. I can move two people a turn. Ah, okay. Okay. So I have 15 rounds to get there. So anyways, yeah, I, what feels like I was just sick. Well, guess what? I'm sick again. Yeah. All right. So I'm seeing, I have some options. I can shield bash this poor woman. I can arrest them, but I can only do it once per guard. I'm guessing. So that's interesting. I don't like the looks of that over there. Um, 
so beyond that, anyways, so I had this little tease that I did on um, our Discord channel where I said I Is had this did the story. Yes, and I mean it's it's not as great as you probably got in your mind that it would be, but um, it's definitely something that kind of really sucks actually. So oh boy. I'm going to turn this game down a lot. Yeah, it's awful. They they all are super loud. So what happened was I did a majority of my Christmas shopping over Thanksgiving um, over the holiday. Yeah. And in the mad rush to make sure I get the best deals and all that other crap, I uh, I was looking at a specific gift and it was going to be the major gift of for my wife of, for Christmas. And I was doing a little bit of research. I had to figure out because it was a it was a larger purchase. I didn't want to just go with whatever. And uh, I was actually I'm actually replacing something that she's had a lot of trouble with before, which is a very cheap sewing machine. I have watched okay. her struggle with that for a long time and I was going to get her a different one, but then family came in and had already purchased a sewing machine for her. So I had no say in the sewing machine purchase, unfortunately, mm. um, which I was kind of bummed about because I, uh, I would have probably selected something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I'm making amends of that for, for that now, I guess. And so um, I was doing my research because I don't know anything about sewing machines, but I do know one thing, and that's that if you can't use it as a beginner, then it's not going to be useful for her. She hasn't done too much, too much on the sewing machine, and especially now she's almost been turned off from it because of how badly the other one was a problem. So... I'm looking at this and then I see, you know, like accessories that go with the sewing machine, the needles, the the bobbins and all this other stuff. And I'm, I'm looking at yeah. it and you know how like it always groups everything in threes. Like you get the main thing you're going to buy and then it's like people also bought these two things. Add all to cart yeah. or oh, yeah. add all to, to list. Well, I was like, well, maybe I should just get all this stuff for her because I don't know. It, it would suck to get her something and then she's not able to use it because I forgot to buy um, needles or something and it doesn't work. Or it doesn't come with them or whatever. So I um I'm gonna try arresting this person. You You gone. I don't oh, know what that snap. I don't know what that does. You're They're you're arrested. You're out of the game forever. You're gone. You're gone. Um But I um So I was looking at that and I'm like, maybe I should Maybe I should just get her this stuff to make sure that she can use it. It was like an extra 15 bucks or something. And then it turned out, I was like, you know what? I could put that $15 towards something else. So I decided not to do it. Now, in my mind, I thought I had added all of that to my cart. But apparently, at some point, I had added all of that to my wish list. Now, the problem with that is that my Christmas list is my default wish list. And so oh, no. when my wife and my mother went to uh, Meyer to grab something for my mom uh she was looking at my wish list she brought up my wish list to see what movies i had on there that i was looking for like looking to purchase or looking to get for christmas 
And then she saw something that she was like, I don't think I am supposed to be able to see what I'm looking at right now because oh, it was no. the first thing listed on there. And so she immediately knew what it was. And I was just like, oh, are you serious? So she tells me about it. And I sent like a thousand no gifts, of course. And like, <laughs> you know, shoot myself in the head because I felt I was just like, oh, man, that just kind of ruins everything. That was the big thing, you know? Now yeah. Christmas is kind of ruined, I feel like. And so Ugh. now, thankfully, here's the here's what I did. I flipped it. I took I took a frown and turned it upside down. I decided, you know what? Your your birthday is on the 28th. What if I just give that to you for your birthday? Because you already know you're getting it now. So what if I give that to you for your birthday? And then I'll take the money I would have used for your birthday. It's got to be a little bit less now because that's a little bit more than we'd normally spend on a birthday present. But I was yeah. like, I'll take it out of the Christmas stuff and then I'll get you stuff that you don't know is coming <laughs> or that you're getting. So that's what we decided to do. So I guess it all worked out in the end, but still it would have been nice to, cause she wasn't expecting that thing. She, she had been talking, oh, do I want a new sewing machine? It's kind of the only thing that I really do a lot of. And I feel like I'd do more of it if I had one, you know, that type of thing. So yeah. 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 I don't know. I just, I was really bummed about it. So that stinks. So that was the big I mean, screw up and I felt really bad about it. And so did she, <laughs> not that it's her fault. Right. Right. It really sucks that this king can only move one one square at a time. Get away from me. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I just like how these random people are coming Ooh, off for a They're tops. just, hey, <laughs> are you the king? Can I murder you, please? Oh, God. I just realized I got to... I gotta get going. Get away from me, bah! Surrounding my, <laughs> surrounding my, my dudes, my dudes. Oh, apparently I can either move or do an action because it wanted to yeah. end my turn. Yeah. Um, and then I was having a rough day. Uh, was it the day? It was the day before Thanksgiving. My mom was over to, um. Cause she'll spend the night and then we'll do Thanksgiving, uh, you know, the next morning we'll start cooking and everything and just kind of hang out. And so she spends the night beforehand cause she lives about an hour away. So it doesn't make sense to go home and I don't like what you're doing, uh, <laughs> to go we're home. Just moving, we're just moving through the marketplace. It's like yeah, Agrabah. Yeah. yeah we gotta, right. We gotta feel like get some bread. There's an assassin's creed in here somewhere with arms wide open. Maybe six feet ain't so far down. You're also timed. You only have 20, 18, 19 minutes left to make all your moves. Oh, my God. Well, I, and I can't move diagonally, so this is going to take an extra long time. Good Lord. I'm going to do this. What's this do? Get out of here, boy. Yeah. Do it again. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Why you going to pick on me? Because this is the king. You bow down, boy. Um... <laughs> So things were just, I was just really aggravated that day because Isaac was just out of control. He was being, he was really hyper and, and I don't know what it I was just not in a very good mood. And so, oh snap. I just, did you reveal yourself or did, oh, he killed a guard. Oh, oh my oh God. My gosh. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but that's sweet. You killed a guard. Um, so I'm giving him a bath. We do bath time about twice a week now because too much and he starts getting 
eczema on his skin and drying out and everything. And yeah. And I was giving him a bath, and all of a sudden he's like, "Dad, I gotta go bathroom." I was like, and when he says that in the toilet or in the yes, he's I give him a bath in the toilet, in the uh, tub, he typically has to go poop. So, oh, no. which is exciting these days because he um he he doesn't want to poop. Exciting that he tells you, or exciting that he does it in the bathroom. exciting that he tells me because he doesn't typically want to go to the bathroom. Uh, I have just yeah. killed an assassin. Yeah, the, I, I don't think I really wanted to reveal, reveal himself on a guard like that. I think you only want to do it when on the king. Yeah, here, boy. Unfortunately. I have a number of actions I'm learning. That's what's going on. Um, and so I'm giving him a bath, and he says he's got to go to the bathroom. And so everything goes well. He, he pooped. He gets super excited. It didn't actually have as many tears involved as it usually does <laughs> and <Yeah>. um <coughs> excuse me i go out i go out into the hallway at the top of the stairs to figure out or to to make sure that they know like mom knows that he went to the bathroom and everything's cool and and uh i see this little dollop of poop on the floor and i'm like where the hell did this come from like seriously the smallest <laughs> little bit of poop and i'm just like where did this come from why is there poop on the floor? Because he got out of the... Or he, like, ran from the toilet to, to be like, Ma, I went poop. And I had already wiped his bum bum. Where did this poop come from? I thought it was Cody for a second. I was like, what is going on? So, so confused. I did not understand. I'm not going to make this, dude. I don't have enough rounds to get there. Well, now I can move diagonally. Oh, because it takes me... I see the king has two okay, I'm I'm starting to figure this out now. Um But yeah, and I was just because I was so annoyed from earlier, I was just like, what why is there poop on the floor? What is going on? I don't yeah. understand. Whoops, I didn't mean to move him. Oh well. Guess it does pretty much the same thing. And it was just kind of one of and the people downstairs, my mom and wife are just laughing because you know just randomly I'm like why is there poop on the floor and they're having a good old time so I clean it up and I'm just like what is what in the hell so that was the story of the mystery poop <laughs> I do like mystery poop I know you do that's why I told you about it why are people climbing onto the ceiling what is happening what is don't oh, you okay, just never mind <laughs> don't, don't worry about all these people these uh Definitely not assassin people climbing on the roof. Gonna perform a freaking Altair. You have two other guards just chilling up on the roof. Oh, they're just yeah. Can they're you here those to guys kill you. The... Yeah, they're here to kill yeah. you, boy. Get out of my way. King's coming through. <laughs> Make room. Ah, uh, you can still win. Yeah, I just realized how this king, this king works. <laughs> Uh, and you know all I these guards talk like, Make way, the king's coming through. Oi. They gotta talk like that. So, that's my story. I see you ate like shit. I can tell you, I definitely have not been eating cardboard and rice cakes. I'm a, I was a bad boy. Oh no! Mystery and intrigue! Jason has moved him, an assassin next to my king, but ran out of yeah. moves to be able to attack him. I just want to see what would happen. 
because I'm not going to be able to do it before the 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 rounds end. The rounds end is one of my favorite taverns. <laughs> yeah, it's figuring out how many thing, how much everything costs is yeah is interesting. And figuring like how to play the game without the tutorial. Um, yeah, I mean that that's really the gist of it. You know, Thanksgiving's always good, but man, I ate so much garbage and like I felt it. You know, yeah, I felt like garbage from it all. You look like garbage. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 oh, I can't do that. Anytime, you know, should I have a normal snack? No, let's eat junk. You know, oh, I get like that when I'm that. sick too. That was ooh, that was part of the problem because I. Uh, Oh, I think I screwed this up. You might. Oh, okay, good. Um, uh, I they, it takes it. one to kill them, not two. I realize I'm like I should probably be focusing on that guy. Oh, I oh yeah right. There's no oh because you're you don't have any assassins close enough yeah. to do anything. That's nice you, at least um, that it. You killed that first person you arrested was one of my assassins. Really? I had no clue. I was just trying to. Yeah. King is fine. Must be you have to hit him more than once. I'm guessing. Maybe. Wow. Wow. I would think so. I think it'd be pretty hard if let's try this that ag- wasn't the case. Let's try this again, but you do the um you set it up and pick what you want to be. Because whoever makes the match is the one who uh gets to pick whether they play as the king or the uh, I'll I'll try the king. Um yeah, and I mean really that was it, man. I just I don't even want to talk about that I did that horrible once you get home, you just get on the scale and you're just like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I've been a, I've been not I've been ignoring What have I done? Scale. So, uh, yeah, been, this week has been about rehabilitation, <laughs> you know? So. Sure, sure. Well, and same thing here because I've been, like yesterday, I ate absolutely like garbage. I should not have been eating like that. Um, so, because for me, it could mean a, ba- a very bad night, a very long night. But when I'm sick, man, I can't help it. I just want to eat junk food. Nothing sounds good. And to me, junk food can be anything from a bowl of cereal to, you know, potato chips to whatever. So I tried my best to limit what I was snacking on, but it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a a time to, um, like you said, get the, get the holidays out of the way and then you can just kind of reacclimate yourself. Right. Absolutely. Oh, is it my turn? It is my turn. So typically, we've played a game on game night that we've played before that we can talk about and give you some insight to, but tonight, this is a game... Well, we could talk about our experience with board games in general. Exactly, and and this is how we have to experience board games now, because you just... We can't do it in the traditional way any longer. It's just very difficult to play a board game in that way. And... This is how we do it. We're playing online. Uh, Although it seems so. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's especially a game like this. This would be a lot of pieces to have it on board and then move around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with the type of pieces that you would get in a game like this where they're probably going to be plastic. They're going to fall over easily or they just won't look like this. They'll just be pawns or something that are different colors. So something like this, I feel like... uh, isn't too bad because I don't know if I would play this as a board game in real life because the premise is really simple but the setup seems like it would be obnoxious I guess 
Yeah. Um, I wonder if I wonder if I can be penalized if I like make a wrongful arrest. I that would be nice to know because then you know if it's if I would have been penalized before. Like then you know if you got one that's right or not. Ooh. I used up all of my moves to do that. Uh, so Jason is the king now. I'm the assassins. I am the creeds of the assassins. But anyway, what I was going to say is, uh, in the, we did this humble bundle, as we talked about, and I was looking through, and there's some Pathfinder adventures and stuff like that that I think that we could possibly turn into a uh, extra show that we could do for an early release for you Patreon members. And um, because they, they look to be adventures where you play as a character. I mean, it's probably what's going to happen is I'm going to open. Hey, don't push my gypsy lady. Um, what's going to happen is we're going to open the game and find out we can't do it for some reason like we did with these other ones. It seems like there's right. not a set bar of quality on each of these. Um, right. This game looks cool. I like the like. It does look cool. It- it's very simple, but it's very easy to read. Um, requires much strategery. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to WMD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so I saw that and I was like, oh, maybe we could do almost like a role-playing tabletop adventure game. But instead of having to do actually sit down and play one of those, do the board game version of it where the, control, or the computer kind of controls everything and we just react to it and uh, have a bit of like a quasi role-playing adventure thing going on so we'll see we might need more players which if that's the if that's the case then we might just pull in somebody from the community or something i'm sure josh would be willing to play with us or something like that um which would be fun so there's a lot of options to go um with with this uh there was the pathfinder one and then there was another one that i hadn't heard of that uh was kind of similar looking where you uh it's it was actually made by steve jackson who did the uh gurps uh, role-playing system which i am very familiar with um okay and so i was looking at that as a possibility as well because we've you know we i think we both could say we'd like to branch out into some some different types of content but the problem is is neither of us have the time to really create something from scratch and then also try to record it and, and everything so exactly <laughs> and it's like yeah I mean Patreon is one thing that we, we've we always had but you know at some point too we, we don't want to restrict content to it but also we want to continue to find ways that, that to just to, to give back to and to create to for people that have supported us on, on Patreon because after a while it's like okay what what are they getting that like why should they sub you know not just because they enjoy this the podcast or this or that but it's like we want to we want to say thank you we want to actually try to tailor that that experience you know um josh i was talking about the pathfinder adventures that comes in this um kit if we needed an extra player because we were going to play this other one that came in here and then we found out that it takes three players which would be fine if people were actually playing these games but and I would feel bad for anybody who got teamed up with us, but um, it would be a separate thing that we wouldn't do live. We would just record it and then post it 
as a um, timed exclusive for the Patreon members or, you know, anything like that. I think 2019, we're kind of looking to see what else we can do because we've, like I said, we've wanted to do more. So um, do I have you confused yet? Because I'm, I'm kind of hoping I do. Um, not yet. I haven't, I haven't singled out any one. Um, I'm Zerg rushing. That's all I'm doing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I thought this was a miracle. There's definitely a couple people I'm suspect of. Yeah, but that's just racial profiling, so. But I don't know. Racist bastard. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what would be really fun <laughs> to play and do also would be um, a winter, or uh, winter's bone, uh, the zombie one. Dead of Winter? Dead of Winter, yes. That would be a fun yeah. game to... That would be a fun game to p- play besides just... Um, Doing it as content. Well, besides just Michael and you. you oh, know, that's yeah, all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially because it seems like the magic number for that game is like four or five people. And I think... Um, I think because of the immersive game or the emergent gameplay that happens in in those games, that's what makes it entertaining to 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 watch. I would I would think and play obviously. Hey hey hey, come on now. Problem I have now is I've put my king in a really shitty spot where if I move forward, there's two two possible assassin right next to where he would need to be. I can't assassin. move him backwards. Yeah, I'm bad at these type of games. I thought I was going to lose, and then I ended up winning like an idiot. So who knows? You could... Hmm. Mm. So you don't know. And it didn't tell you if you arrested... No. I guess that makes sense. Interesting. So yeah, it looks like... You're not penalized from eliminate from arresting a possible innocent. Damn. You only have a limited amount of arrests you can do though, I think. Cuz I didn't I didn't really get the option to arrest anybody again, but I think it's cuz I was moving around so much. <coughs> Tom Servo's talking about 007 Nightfire. Who the hell's who who plays that game? GoldenEye is the one and only. What was... Uh, isn't there a game where one person is the sniper looking at a party and they have to find out who the spy is? Yes, yes, there was a game like that. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it looked really interesting because as the as the spy or whatever, you had to... Oh, spy party. Yeah, spy party you had to pretend thing. like you were the NPCs. And so you had to like emulate what the NPCs were doing or the computer... the computer players I should say the AI is what I'm getting at you're just pushing you're pushing me around dude and I don't know how I feel about that we're oppressing the populace big big freaking surprise government rolls out because oh the king's coming through and now all of a sudden you can just do whatever you want to us lowly pieces of crap 
the question though is is that does that game require more than two people because our our um ability to pick these games out has been pretty poor so far yeah right so jason for you audio listeners jason has not moved very far (laughs) with the king oh but he is opening a pathway to glory yeah we're just gonna go for it i think yeah i mean hey if anything you should just go for it like they say in aggressive alpine skiing well if this ginger here this kevin austin here is uh the assassin my king's about to get stabby mcstab stabbed (laughs) what does this do it takes more turns so it must be bad Oh, he does not. Ooh. Oh shit! Yeah, he does not look. He does not look so good. My he, king is looking. He's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. So what happened was what I learned there is yeah the you can do two different attacks. I'm assuming it does the amount of damage that the number is, but you need to have that many points of action. So it works on uh, like an okay. action point. Where I thought it was working on a you can do this however many times like you can move a set number of times like two two squares every time so that was interesting well uh yeah i mean that's all there is to this kings and assassins game i feel like yeah why don't we i'm I'm bad why don't we go to oc remix and then we'll talk about what we're gonna do next ah that sounds good because we got some what you playing and i got a shitload to talk about dude i've been bailing um, okay, I've got two options for you because we could go back to the randomizer or <laughs> option two I have for you is I, I caught a couple remixes that I enjoyed. I was listening the other day. I don't want to do a randomizer, and, so I'm just going to tell you that right Let me stop you right oh, there. Okay. Uh, well, you I'll let you option. pick the game then. Ooh, okay. Um, I have a Mega Man 10 remix mm-hmm. or I have a Smash Brothers Melee remix. Ooh. 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 So, ooh. That delights me in a way that only you can. What if we do? What about this? What if? What about this? We do Mega Man Ten tonight, and then next week to celebrate the release of Smash coming up, we'll do that OC remix next week. Ooh! How does that treat right. you? That works. You son of a so, bitch. So, um, let me put this in the chat for you for on me. the old Discord. For me. Oh. All right. Well then, while Lucas gets that ready, our remix tonight comes from Mega Man 10. It's called Chivalrous Medicinal Murder. Ooh. Our remixer is Magellanic. I would think that is how that's pronounced. Magellanic. Mega Man 10 was released by Capcom in 2010. This is for the Wii version, I guess, but Mega Man 10 did hit on all platforms. PC, PS3, Xbox 360... All the things. This is the abandoned memory, Dr. Wily stage number one. This also features uh, Mega Man 6, which was 1993 on the NES. Uh, we have Nightman stage as well. This is a rock mix uh, coming in at three and a half minutes. So a little sweet spot we'd like to hit here on OC Remix. I haven't, we haven't played anything from Mega Man 10 before. So Now Mega Man 10 this, was like nine and 10 were both the uh, more recent remakes, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so 9 and 10 had, uh, I think, co-op and allowed you to play as Proto Man. So that was its big uh Now I have your change. power? Yeah. Gotcha, so, gotcha. You know, 
Never, I never played Mega Man Ten. I played Mega Man Nine. Didn't finish it. Oh my god, Nine! Never with played the freaking the flower part, which was a mini oh boss. God. It wasn't even a yeah. I got to the Wily stages, but yeah, getting past that thing over and over was just frustrating. And funny enough, I feel my like those games cool. were ooh, not good. I have this is this what I'm drinking here is coffee from this morning, and it's still Ugh. somewhat warm. Oh God. Yeah. Why are you doing that to yourself? I, it's the only thing I had down here. I forgot to grab something to drink. Maybe I'll grab something early, early, while the, this is playing. The The yeah. frustrating part how's, is how? I can't get this to see. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Okay. We're, we're close. We're getting there. Uh, I never played Mega Man 10 either. I played nine. Same thing. I got stuck on a boss that or on that plant thing. And I just. And I, if if I remember correctly, it's on my Xbox 360, which I've been thinking about um, reconnecting. Yeah, no Can, you Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I'm probably never. not going to be glad that I do. You have no desire to hook yours back up? No. All right. It's uh, we're pretty much ready. So. All right, cool. Well, then we are going to play this remix now. We'll step away for a second. Again, you can find this at ocremix.org if you like this remix they got a million more for you to enjoy I think they actually just recently updated their uh, torrent uh, directory because they have torrent files with like huge uh, libraries of their songs and they had a new um, what sort of one to use a new album released recently I, yeah I'm I, super I interested shared it, I shared it in, uh, in discord it's a, a town a collection of I think 12 various town themes from different games, so you should check that out as well. We're going to play this remix, and we'll be back in a little bit. We'll do some what you plan, and all the all the other fun stuff that you just can't wait for, right? All right, so we're going to play it. We'll be back.
damn, dude, that was fire. Yeah. Told you it was a good one. That was good. See, that's why I didn't. Yeah. That, see what happens when you don't go random. Maybe we should just be not randomizing anymore. Curate it. Curate well, it based off from the the newest releases or something. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, but that that's fine and dandy when there's actually releases new releases. Do <laughs> it off. Once know. again, here's the only. Well, I releases. had that idea. Well, like, well, here's the thing. I don't know how big of a like. I don't know how many people actually listen to those senior mixes. Like, you know, honestly, because I, I know on stuff on certain podcasts, I'm just going to skip through to get to. So I don't know how many people actually will listen each week. People just skip over it. You know, some people might hate it because I, I thought we I touched on that idea of having that. Um, what do I call it? Flux to pose radio, or I was going to do something where we'd have some curated Osiri mixes in a. Oh a yeah. And release. do that. Yeah. Just yeah. Something that would release early on Patreon and then we'd push it out. But that, uh, I, I I don't know how much people actually enjoy that, so I don't know. It's just I don't know. I I like I like Oster Remix, and I I feel like it gives it gives us a little second to step away to just kind of like okay. I don't know how you couldn't enjoy but, it, honestly. I mean, well, I could see Luker. when something like Luker comes up, but for the most part, I mean, I don't think our show would be or, the same without. Or it. Sorry, Rebecca, you trip. We just oh, like gosh. those remixes. Sorry, <laughs> I liked sorry. one of them. It was just none of them were good for. Sorry. The to bring up the energy of this right this here thing thing all right guys we've got uh we got some what you playing it's the sound of me it. juicing you like it <laughs> and we're gonna try to play another game it's called small world now, if this blows out everyone's brain, wow! With the, the yeah, sound, the game's always, sorry. Yep, it's loud. Oh God! Open volume mixer. Turn it down. It wasn't too bad. There we go. At least it didn't seem too bad to me. Turn that shit down. Play or watch the tutorial. Watch we don't what? Play. Tutorial. I'll just not do the tutorial and then complain when I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm gonna set this up so everybody can see. Just give me a second. Um. Because, just, I mean, I don't know how else I would do it, honestly. Just do it. Uh, it says I can invite my buddies, but I don't have any buddies. Why aren't you my buddy? My buddy. My buddy. What is your login? Is it heavy metal? Dude, you're asking me? I don't even know. You're not. Nope. Cannot be found. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Josh, are you going to PAX East? Or PAX Unplugged? Or... You know what I mean. Play. Oh, gosh. Why did they do? They don't even tell you what you're clicking on. Small world adapted. I've been to one gaming convention. Back. That was it. Some of new. That reminds me. Uh, we bought. Um, remember, it was you and me who were playing fire, that firefighting game, right? You, me, and Mike. Uh, and yeah, then, you, me, and Mike were playing that. Yeah. Uh, we got that for uh, um, Danette's brother, actually. Oh, how perfect. Because uh, he used like, to be a here, firefighter. Here's, a, here's how we'll get Derek to play a game. We'll get it well, I, about what he does. And that's the thing is like, I, I just feel like I am player number 1772578. Literally, it's player. How then, do you have all these horrible names? It's because I never edited my profile, apparently. Uh, well, I'm Fluxe, so just add me and then I'll have you. I'll have okay. You. Hopefully I'm not showing everybody some stuff they shouldn't be seeing. Uh, so what did you just uh, go to play online? Your, everyone's seen your dick already. Oh, no, invite buddies. I just saw. Good lord. 
Learn how things work, you dumbass. Well, well we're, we're trying to do this. I'm also go because my what you playing is really simple, guys. I haven't, man. I I brought my switch with me because I was at my in laws, um, <laughs> the day before Thanksgiving, all the way until Sunday. I thought, oh, I'm gonna have a lot of handheld switch time. Warframe just came out. Tom Servo's really loving it. He's got me into it a bit. I'm gonna tear it up. I think I played my switch like 40 minutes tops. I just did not play anything. I just, I slept or I was tired. Didn't watch like anything of note really either. We just kind of, I don't know. I just kind of hung out. And like, I, I thought maybe I would, um, what do I do now? Go, I guess. <laughs> go is not even like lit up for me. I click go and we're, we're, we're doing it. Um, yeah, on my screen it shows that you're in the game and the clock's running, but like... Maybe you have to wait until I'm done picking? This is weird. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I just didn't. It didn't happen, but I did get some time. At least I can talk about my initial impressions of Warframe, and I had, I had never played it. So people that aren't familiar with Warframe, it is a third-person uh, multiplayer... I don't even know what to say from that um, experience. I guess you're like these weird cyborg space ninja things and you have a melee attack and you get oh, guns yeah. and you can ninja flip all over the place and you have you can play it with other people. There's a PvP side of things, but basically you're, you're just doing missions to get rewards, to unlock components, to like either craft other wep weapons, new armor, or you know uh, other elements of the game. Which is all... Uh, it's very, very interesting. I mean, it, it runs great on the Switch. Um, it looks decent. I mean, it definitely benefits because most of the game environments are uh, roomed environments. There's not, like, open areas, so you don't have to worry about the... I don't know what the hell I'm doing, just so you know. Oh, that's good. Okay, I think I'm in there now. It's my turn. Um, and I can see the board now, so that's... Okay. Panic Button did a great job with the port. So that definitely that definitely helps, and it's it's just a fun game to play, to like go through and hop in, and you've got some time and to run around with a buddy and just hack up some enemies. Um, the online experience with more seasoned players can be kind of interesting because they'll just like decimate enemies, and you're just kind of like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm picking a special race and power. Um, um, when you place your when you place your guys. You have to do it from the lower center. You'll see these tiles that you pick up, and you just like place them on the places that you want to take. If that makes any sense. I didn't even get a chance to pick my. Oh, there we go. So I've had some problems while you're figuring this out. I've had some problems playing Warframe because. I remember playing it from the PC and I didn't have too much of a problem there. I just didn't know what's going on. It just kind of drops you in and says, you know, pick some weapons. Here's some things that are going to happen. You just kind of go from there. But because I bought that awful, awful controller that Donnie told me to buy, I another first person shooter game that I can't control what the hell I'm doing because... I don't know if it's... It almost feels like it's locked to the X and Y axis because when I try to 
aim, what I'm doing, it, it doesn't seem to work very well. I just feel like I'm dragging it across the screen instead of just moving it nicely. So, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. So I've been having a lot of troubles with this game, but I, I wanted to yeah. play it. It just. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun little time killer, I think, to, to go up until Smash. You know, I, I definitely haven't gotten into as much as other people, but it it's just fun to, to play a game like that on that console, especially, like, in situations where I'm at work or, um, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I'll, I don't know how much I'll keep playing it, but if people are online and want to play, I'll definitely hop in and, and do it with them. Just I mean, do it. Yeah, that, it seems like one what, of those that's what games are fun. Seems like one of those games where you can just kind of hop in and hop out, sort of. I have no idea what I'm supposed to. By do. the way, I picked the flying orcs. Jason has picked the pillaging halflings, which is a scary thought. <laughs> Josh is making fun of us for not reading the rules first, but I, I, sadly, I've played Small World in real life. I just don't remember anything about it at all because we played it like once or twice and then that was it and never again. Yeah. If I remember correctly, the whole point is that you're playing races that kind of come and go as the ages, uh, as like the world moves on and then apparent, and then eventually we'll pick another race combination that. I couldn't even pick my race. I, I had like no choice. It was just like halflings. I didn't have any choice. I didn't see any option to switch it. Hmm. That's weird. Maybe because of what I picked. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Servo says uh, he's got two more days, and then the switch will tell him his playtime in uh, Warframe. <laughs> Wants us to guess again. Let's see. Diablo was like in the forties. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say fifty. Fifty plus hours. Maybe I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a bit. That's my prediction. Um, and really, besides that, the only thing I'll talk I'll I'll speak of besides Warframe is I I didn't because I didn't get a chance to really talk about it much on the show yet. I believe is Moonlighter. And you just, talked you know, a little bit about, my, about it. I yeah, think. I talked about my initial impressions, <laughs> and and since I I um since I hadn't had a time chance to really play with it much, I will uh. I'll speak on it, and that is, it's, it's it's grown on me a bit. Like it's it's interesting. Like you, you go into dungeon, like I said, kill enemies, pick up loot, and you bring it back to your to your uh, shop, and you can sell it, and that's how you generate income. And by doing that, there's certain upgrades you can unlock to different uh, NPC shops that you can bring to your town, which will benefit you, like an apothecary, so you can get potions, or uh, a blacksmith, so you can forge new armor and weapons. Or there's actual, you know, upgrades to your shop, like hold more items and um, a bunch of different things. But um, you know, I completed the first dungeon, and I have to say, it's a lot more, it's a lot more fun than what I initially like let on. Like the the combat is tricky. And you have to, um, you know, be precise with your actions. And I found, you know, that switching between a different couple of weapons was was necessary to take down um, some of the harder enemies. And it really, once you get going further and further, because like, like I think there's three levels to each dungeon, at least that I played so far. And you get further and further, you get all this great loot, but then you risk it because you die, you lose it all. 
And there have been a couple times I would die, and then it's just like, uh, you just want you want to rage quit right then because you just lost all your progress. But then I would pick it up and go through again because um, there's a mechanic where it costs money, costs gold to teleport back to town to sell your stuff. So you got to make sure you have money to even do that. Okay. And then there's an ability you have where you can sell items instantly. Now you won't get the same value as you could in your shop, but at least you're freeing up an inventory and you're gaining some money that way. So that's an option. And there's a third item you have that will let you teleport back to town. And it opens a portal that you can return back to the same spot you were in. It's your turn, by the way. While, I don't know, just, while the first one just makes you, uh, you just leave the dungeon Hmm. altogether. So how's the gameplay loop for for you? Is it too repetitive or is it opening up so that it feels like a little bit of a different Um, experience each time or... Yeah, the gameplay loop, yeah, like the struggle I have right now, I only have two weapons. I have a large, an oversized broadsword, like a two-handed broadsword, and I have a sword and a shield, which I've upgraded them both to like a better version of each, but like I'm I'm looking for like a spear or, you know, something else to kind of try to mix it up. Um, and I've gotten some armor, which has increased my hit points, and um, they also, depending on what you upgrade to, it can change your speed or, you know, your damage or something like that, but... Um, it's I don't know it's it's charming in a lot of ways and it's simple but I think it, you know you have to know when you need to leave the dungeon and sell off what you came in with or when are you going to or like how far are you going to push it and see what else you can get you know um, I like it though I like it I, I need more time with it to kind of um, get the best feel about it but all in all, it's been an enjoyable game. And I think it, it was on sale. I think. I don't think it is anymore. But um, because I'm trying to learn this board game at the same time, I'm probably doing a half ass job <laughs> selling it. But I still recommend it. It's got a really nice pixel art. It's got a great um, music and sound effects going on. And Damn, 10 it's just, deniros. It's, yeah, it's just been a fun game that I think you can kind of pick up, do a couple of runs, and then back out. And yeah, Tom Servo had 70 hours in the first 10 days of Diablo. So if that's the case... I'm going to say 80, 85 to 90 in, in Warframe. That's my prediction then. Dang. I thought there was a way to retire your your guys and then pick a new race, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Get me out of the screen. I just want to... There we go. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. It's because I was... Stuck in the available condo. Send your active race in decline. There we go. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Does it show, like, how much gold we each have anywhere? I think it's hidden so that... Oh, you can click on it. Yours is in the corner. Um, I don't know if I can see yours. I can't see yours, but you can see your own. In the do you want to bottom corner? Do you want to know? Want to share how much we each have? No. I mean, you could just look All at right. the screen and find out. For some reason, I oh. suddenly I went to try and do something, and now oh, there we go. Oh, because I'm in decline, maybe. What the hell's going on? I don't know. This is why you do tutorials, but I mean, you know. So that's that's my what you plan. Not a whole lot there, guys. Let's be honest. I'm just kind of biding my time until Smash Bros comes out. Which is a week from Friday, so and then it's no old bard. And then my what you plan is gonna be the same thing all the time. Although 
really quick, I should add, uh, I did watch a little more, excuse me, Adventure Time, and I jumped back into Silicon Valley after a huge time away. So, yeah, that was kind yeah, of would, coming uh, out of nowhere, yeah, right? And I would agree, Tom Servo. The uh, combat seems a little inconsistent. Like, there's this one enemy that it's like a little jelly blob thing, and I, it almost always like attaches itself to me. I can never like avoid it. It's annoying, but that's why what you plan. Nice. I can't. Everything I click on does nothing. People in the who are watching can probably see. I'm I'm trying to do things and nothing is happening. I can't pick a new combo. I it, it asked me if I wanted to put my um, race into decline, which I said yes, and now I don't know what it wants me to do. You can't pick any of the phrases on the right side of the screen. Uh, what just happened? I just alt tabbed out of the game and then came back and it and something happened. <laughs> there we go. It must be because I wasn't something weird happened. Oh wow, yeah. On my screen, it's been like, huh? It was like waiting. It was like. Huh. Got out now of it just redid. Yeah, now it just redid it because I alt tab, but I can't get my mouse cursor back. Oh my god, man! Remember what we said? Remember what Jay said about uh, games being good or bad? This is. I alt tabbed, and now I don't have a I don't have a mouse cursor. <laughs> Maybe if I maximize the game. Nope, it's gone. This is gonna be real easy. Yeah, this could be real easy. I can still click on things. There we go. I don't have a mouse cursor, but at least I can see what I'm doing. Snore. Snorlax. Redeploy my troops. I don't have any troops. Done. Nope. Hit the wrong thing. I don't think we have very many turns left anyway. There uh no. Decline it. <laughs> Too late. I already effed it up. I, yeah, again, going back to... I've noticed a lot of these board game games are kind of... Slightly janky, it seems like. What's going on? Oh, you're choosing a new combo. Okay, I thought I was doing that. I was confused for a second. Um. So anyways, to, to get to my what you're playing, good lord. Um... <clears throat> So I watched a ton of movies and I'm going to start with that. I suppose I've been playing more hollow Knight and stuff, but I don't have a lot to report on that other than I really am enjoying hollow Knight, and I'm still plugging away at it. So, and I'm getting places I've minimally had to look up how to do a, like where to go for a few certain things. For instance, how to get through the black walls, which I found out you don't have to do, but let's face it. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, but I, since I wasn't feeling well, I've been watching a lot of movies, and one of the things that I decided to do was, I, I like Guillermo del Toro as a, as a director, but I have not seen his earlier stuff, so I was curious to go back and see what that was like, you know, what uh, some of those earlier works that he, he had, um, what those were... Sorry, gosh, this is really difficult. What those were like. So I rented uh, Kronos, which is his first feature movie. 
Um, I rented Devil's Backbone from Netflix DVD, I should mention. And then for some reason they didn't have Mimic. I've noticed that some of the older stuff, I'm guessing what happened was people have lost the DVDs or something or they got ruined. And so people, they, they're like, well, that's it. We're not going to buy this old ass movie called Mimic just so this one guy who has it on his list can rent it, you know, it wouldn't make yeah. any sense. So that I actually ended up renting on Google play for like two bucks or something. Uh, Cronus was okay. Again, his first Guillermo del Toro's first movie release. It was kind of a straightforward movie. It was about a device that a, um, antiques dealer finds and it attaches to his body and causes him to live eternally, but the problem is he craves human blood. So he's sort of a vampire, oh. but not exactly. So it's just like he never died. A little bit, but better. <laughs> <laughs> um, if such a thing could be possible. Oh, no. Um, and so the re- I, I didn't like it that much. It was fine. I mean, you have to remember it's his first movie. It was like 1993 yeah. or something like that. And it was very straightforward and it just, the characters didn't have a whole lot of depth to them and what was happening was fine. It just wasn't super interesting. Um, so I would give it like a two out of five mimic. On the other hand, mimic was way better than I thought it was going to be that that was his second movie and the jump in quality and storytelling is amazing um that movie would have scared me as a kid there's a lot of uh, it, it's about these bugs that uh, a scientist basically has to um eradicate because they cause a disease and to eradicate them they had to play you know god and splice in DNA or something I don't remember exactly yeah but uh it caused them to, they went away for a long time, but what ended up happening is they were actually, um, they were actually, um, figuring out how to survive this new problem. Uh, yeah. Mira Sorvino, which was actually in the movie I worked on. Uh, Oh, do you believe, um, she was really good in this movie too, actually. Okay. I remember. Oh gosh. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I, don't, I remember Mimic. I didn't know that was Guillermo del Toro at all, but yeah, I remember that, where it was like the whole moth creature thing, right? Yep, yep, yep. Well, more than one, but they would... Oh, Boo! oh, I guess not as bad as I thought, but still pretty bad. I won a game, folks. <sighs> yeah, I don't have any... I don't want to play that again. <laughs> not right now, anyways. Let me get through no. my What You Playing, because we got some other stuff to get through. So we'll, we'll close this up and then go back to yeah, normal. We'll close uh, good up. game, though. Good game for yeah. talking through it and not knowing what the hell I was doing. Um, through it. And, uh, her best movie things. was uh, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, actually. Oh, God, I don't even know what that is, probably. So Mimic, yeah, yeah, you're, you're spot on. It's about these like weird moth creatures. They almost look like a cross between moths and grasshoppers or something. Uh, yeah. And they, they take the form of humans, a.k.a. they mimic us to lure us into their their nests and into closer to them so they can eat us or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really good, actually. That, that one... Um, I feel like was just a better storytelling overall, better realization of the world and, and just was really good. Uh, Devil's Backbone being his third movie was better than Kronos, not as good as Mimic, but it definitely told a better story. It was just this one's in Spanish, so you have to read subtitles. 
it's about a um, school slash foster home that takes takes in children that are um, separated from their uh, what do you call it when your parents die? Orphaned. Orphaned. Thank you. Good lord. Uh, yeah. So it's an orphanage for during the Spanish War, uh, kids who lost their parents to the war. So what happened is a child died here and is haunting the place. And then there's uh, some other things that are weird going on. It was a little bit harder for me to follow. <coughs> there's money involved. There's a plan to steal from the the safe. Um, there's a relationship thing going on. There's a lot of stuff going on, but mostly there's a kid, a kid gets left here. He's trying to figure out why there's a ghost, what really happened and one of the people who live here, one of the adults, is a bad, um, a bad guy, so to speak. Bad mamajama. Yeah. So, little, little long in the tooth, and uh, like I said, a little harder to follow, but overall, still better than Kronos. So, Mimic first, I, then Devil's Backbone, then Kronos. I remember, gosh, because I saw Mimic in theaters. I think I, I must have been in. Um, I think it was ninety-seven or ninety-eight. So. Yeah, I think I was in middle school. Oh gosh, and then. Um, who played who? Um, who's in Kronos? Anybody have no? Oh, Ron Perlman was in it. I say I was like looking at the images. I'm like, hey, that's Ron Perlman. Perlman and that dude that we were just talking about in a uh, Fluxibos chat the one day, isn't it? It looks just like him. At least the the guy that uh, died from a uh, masturbation. <laughs> oh no, not David Carradine. No, no, no. It looks just like him though, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't remember. It must think, be in the think pictures. It's the makeup. I okay. think it's the makeup. Okay. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> was not him. That's that, like getting flexible, guys. <laughs> that's true. Um, but um, you, you, you spoke about subtitles and it just made me random thought. Uh, one movie with subtitles I would like to watch again that I haven't seen since forever. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Look oh, yeah. Movie. I haven't seen that in I, forever. Because I remember watching that in high school and then just because we wanted to see that sweet highwayman fight scene in the rain. <laughs> that was cool. But, That's like the only part I remember. Wasn't there werewolves in that movie? Like that was the whole thing. Yeah, like there was this beast killing people, in the and country. people like, were like sword fighting, women. fencing with yeah. one hand and shooting a yeah pistol sword fighting and, and blunderbussing. It'd be interesting yeah. to go back and watch that to see if it's as good as we remember. I know. Because, see if you remember it, and then um, another movie with Ron Perlman again, but subtitled. And I reason that this comes up because it was part of the inspiration. Yes, he's right. Mark, duh, I can't pronounce the last name. He's an Iron Chef. Anyway, this was an, a, an inspiration for the Coscas. Um, for uh, oh gosh, why can't I think of it? Grim Fandango, which was uh, the Children of Lost Souls. That was an inspiration. Really, Grim Fandango. Yeah, for the uh, character design or some of the set design, which is oh, really okay. weird and out of the box with everything. So. That's your, there's your two random unconnected facts with anything you just said for me. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, and then moving on. Uh, I want to watch this next one. This movie. Holy shit. It's one of my new favorites. I will say, I will say this movie is called Mandy and I will say it is not for everybody, but for did who I post it, this trailer in our discord a long time ago. I feel like I did. You probably did based on the music that's involved in the visuals. It's very, I got on like a Nick cage. I must, uh, Yes, Nick Cage is in this movie. Um, some other people that I kind of recognize, but didn't, I don't know what they're from or anything. Um, but for who, for who this is, for who this movie is geared towards, 
it is doing things in cinema that I think haven't been done in a long time. It is exploring the boundaries, the boundaries of what cinema oh, you're is. You know, film school fancy on us. You know what it is. It, I, I liked it so much that I ended up watching the, um, special features that were included, which you don't often get in a Netflix uh, rental, but this one had them on the disc. So I was watching the behind the scenes and somebody had described it as, uh, cause the director, I think his name is Panos. I don't remember his last I name. I did. Now. I did share the trailer September 12th of this year. Well, not yeah. that long ago then. Um, Vindicated. <laughs> he like he loves a lot of the same stuff that we do. Uh, metal music. He was talking about some of his inspirations being like the old horror movies, some B flicks, and uh, uh, like heavy metal, the magazine, that type of thing. But then he yeah. took this and elevated it a little bit to yes, a bit of an art film, but also I think if you give it a chance, it will actually pay off for you because it's sort of two halves of, of a movie. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it is a revenge movie. I think that much is obvious, but the first half is kind of just setting up the relationship between uh red, which is played by Nick cage and Mandy and kind of what their life is like, but it's very, the whole thing feels like a dream. Uh, it's very much, a lot of synth music and a lot of uh, effects that uh, change the coloring of the movie and, and all sorts of things. A lot of texture, a lot of texture to this movie visually. Um, there are some slow shots. The dialogue is interesting without being too clunky, but it is interesting. I will say. Um, and Oh God. Josh Bone says, knock, knock. There is a, there. Yes, there is a part of dialogue that, that there was, that was kind of painful. He says a knock, knock joke that just is really weird. Um, so there's a lot of coloring going on and there is a scene in this movie. I swear to God, most of this movie makes you feel like you're on drugs, but this definitely is like the visual distill distill distillation of being on an acid trip or something. And it, it is an amazing scene. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know this movie. I, when I, when I started watching it, I just really felt like I was watching something special, something different that I think doesn't get done in mainstream movies. And here, I think it actually paid off. I do think that I, I have his other film coming. This is only his second movie. His first one is called beyond the black rainbow. And I hear, I hear it's not as, um, story driven. So I'd be interested to see how that works out. Josh okay. wants me to say who's there. Josh says knock, knock. And I say, who's there. Uh, so we'll wait for him to type and then I'll continue. Um, <laughs> I think you'll like this movie, but you do have to remember that it is almost like a grindhouse film in parts. It oh, is, yeah. it uh, is, I, I, it's not I over the top. The tra- I got that a bit from the, the trailer. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Eric Estrada, who, you're the spoilers. This is all spoilers. This is such an f- important part of the film. Um, but yeah, this is definitely one Jason that you need to watch by yourself at home. Yeah, I, I, oh yeah. The, the wife is not going to have any interest in this. Yeah. No, mine either would never watch this. She would hate it, but yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, it's just so different from a lot of things I've seen lately. This is the worst. <laughs> 
progression chat I've ever seen. It's, it's, this is what we've been missing out on when Josh is recording his other show. We're busy. <laughs> this is what he's missing out on. He wishes he That's could do true. this in his show. But That's true. He does. Um, and then lastly, I want to talk about comics because I have a shitload of comics to get through. Just an absolute pile. I'm reading the Alien Omnibus. I'm finally getting to that. There's two volumes. I'm reading volume one and I've gotten through the first two stories. The artist in the first one, I do not like. It has that that um, problem that we've been seeing in some of the comics we've been reading lately in that all of the men look exactly the same. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't even think this person I've seen before, this artist. But for some yeah. reason, they're... They're all of their character models look very similar. Like they can only draw one guy and then they just change the hairstyle and the hair color. Um, this first one is about the one guy who survives from the second movie, I believe. Um, Wilkes is Wilkes in the second movie. Wilkes and aliens. Yeah. Sergeant Wilkes. I don't know anybody by the name of Will. Okay. I, I didn't remember. I actually have the movies coming. This this kind of, especially the second one, I haven't watched that much. I've seen the first one a lot, but I don't remember seeing Aliens uh, that as much as the first one. So I, I'm going to The only people that them. survive, I thought, in Aliens Are Ripley. Was, was Ripley, Toad, and then um, whatever Michael Bynes' character is. I can't remember what his... Okay, but then they, but then they die, and Ripley's the only one that lives anyway. Is that so. is that world rim? Is the world called rim in that one? I don't know. I kind of try, sometimes I kind of try to forget Alien Three exists. Okay, oh, is that the prison one? Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, okay. So it's about Sergeant Wilkes and a girl who survived on a place called Rim, where there was an alien infestation. It was a terraforming world that they were trying to make hospitable. And uh, she's in captivity now because they're basically trying to do psych evaluations on her. She can't. She's been forever changed. Uh, he gets called in to go on to because of his experience as being the only person who survived. He's going to take them to another alien colony to get. Uh, I don't I don't remember exactly. Turns out they're being followed by a private corporation who is going to hijack the whole operation so that they can get alien specimens and everything so, goes awry. I just I looked him up and um, I don't think he's in the movies at okay. all. Okay. I didn't. It doesn't make it clear. Yeah. And he's also these two characters continue on through the other. Um, okay. Uh, stories and they are connecting even though they change artists, the writer is still the same. So anyways, and so everything goes wrong and basically they need to get back to earth. Well, the problem with earth is that it's being overrun with aliens as well. So they finally get all the way back and find out that they are intercepted by, uh, a, um, a station, a space station. That's the only place that you can go that doesn't have aliens. Well, they find out a general, this is in the second story. They find out a general is, basically creating aliens and taming them to be the only thing that can fight the aliens that are on earth. So he's, he has a mother that, or a queen that he has in captivity and basically taught them, uh, taught her that anytime her soldiers attack humans, they, there will be repercussions. And so he thinks they're, you know, the shit. 
and he's going to take them down to earth and reclaim earth and then be the leader that everybody wants now because he uh, has this extraordinary power that doesn't work out for him. (laughs) They are, um, they kind of find out what he's planning and, and they are totally against it. Uh, Wilkes and this girl and uh, Ripley also shows up and of course at the end of the first one and then continues in the second one, the second one, much better artwork. Uh, So much better. Oh, like night and day. I love it so much more. I wish they would have continued with that artist, but I do think in the third story. So I read the second story and of course they just barely get away. And the third story is an artist that worked on, um, the Sandman of all things, because even the, like the scroll work and everything that surrounds the panels looked familiar. So I looked at it and I'm almost certain that it's gotta be somebody who worked on, um, on that and on uh, the Sandman and the time frame would work out too. So, all of this to say that it has been interesting to go back to these stories. And I think that they're actually pretty solid stories in the alien universe, especially when you compare them to some of the movies. Um, they do sort of line up a little bit with what happens in some of the later movies, especially with Prometheus. It seems like uh, there are hints to what happened there. Uh, the only thing is that I think these are kind of, um, they're they're good, you know. They're just okay. After reading something yeah. like Saga, it's kind of hard to go to something like this, which just kind of yeah. seems like your typical action blockbuster comic. Uh, you know, it's not blowing me away with the theory of what it means to be a human or whatever. Um, but yeah. they're good. They are good. Uh, they're long, so it's a little tough to get through. But they are good. So I am enjoying that. And like I said. I do want to go back and watch alien and aliens. Uh, so it has inspired that in me as well. I think they, they tie into the movies in the universe, uh, pretty darn good. So, uh, okay. Alien omnibus got second volume to get to. I don't know. I might wait off on that one and get into something else like black sad or, um, Ooh, dude, Black Sad. You got to get Black Sad. I'm I'm telling you, put that first on your list. You won't regret it. Well, I'm also doing Watchmen on the phone, on the digital apps, too. So that's been... I'm reading all sorts of things. It's taken a while, but it's worth it. I can't believe you had never read Watchmen either. That blows my mind. No, I want to... Again, I want to go back and watch that, too, because I I have a different appreciation for that movie now, I think. Um, Especially with how close that mirrors the the movie it's interesting to see it from the I mean, comic better perspective. than it, uh, most anything else dc's put out on film so wasn't that Zack snyder too that yeah did, like one of his first films i feel like or at least one of the, his major first films yeah i think 300 was like one of his yeah um big one first big ones how the mighty have fallen <laughs> yep but that's it that's sorry that's my what you playing uh quite a nice. lot there but uh There's yeah a lot of stuff, movies though. yeah well, we do have a quick community grab bag to hit up before we uh, wrap the show up. And it comes from our, our buddy Josh the Noise Brown. Bring the uh, noise. Bring the noise because this uh, sent us an ESPN article okay. that uh, ESPN of all things <laughs> that uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy featured the Lions as an answer to, to uh, one of the questions recently. Oh, Lord. Um, and nobody and, knew it. Uh, this is the, we'll just give it. In the category, the category is called Predictions by 2030. 
was the name of the category. Wow. And it was for $600. And the clue was, as of 2018, this NFC North team has never made the Super Bowl, much less won it. <laughs> but by 2030, got to happen, right? And the answer is, of course, who are the Detroit Lions? Wow. Well, you know, there are worse teams, I think. So it makes me feel like one day people hope that that they could be good again. Uh, I mean, yeah, but this season is not good. <laughs> no, every season. I mean, it seems like it's hard to pinpoint what the problem is because they've replaced so many parts of this machine that is the Lions that yeah, it almost feels like you just got to scrap everything. Well the, well, the problem is it's like they've never... Like, I mean, they haven't really done, I think, like the build cycle properly, you know, where you got to eventually you got to do a full rebuild. And then when you got to have the right pieces and then you got to make like a, a real run at getting the right people. And they just never have had the right talent. There it seems they rely the on right one specific thing a lot. And then they just, you know, lean on that. Don't you think? Yeah. Like Me- yeah. they and, had and, uh, uh, Megatron Johnson. Yeah, I mean, and they've had some bad contracts, too, that have really killed them, too, and they just haven't been able Hmm. to have. Sounds like another team I know play on ice. I mean, let's face it. Up until Matthew Stafford, they had no quarterback, and that was the biggest problem forever. They didn't have a franchise quarterback. Then they finally got a franchise quarterback, and then they've had, you know, they've had no run game forever. There's there's never been, they've never been a complete team, you know, so. And... Their defensive and offensive lines, I feel like, have struggled. Oh, the offensive lines got awful. The defensive lines got awful. Secondary, I mean, everything. There's so much about the team this year is just got awful. Yeah, and they're not consistent. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem. It's just like all of our team. Well, I don't know. I can't say much about baseball because I don't follow. But uh, with our Red Wings, not consistent. It seems like when I don't watch, they win. And then when I keep up on them, they suddenly start win- or they suddenly start losing. Yeah, at least they're finally like revamping their identity though, with going with the youth movement, pushing out, getting ready to do these older contracts, these older players. Yeah, so you feel like they're actually have a direction instead of just like. I mean, don't let this year like taking buckets of water out of the sinking ship. They might, they might look like they were the hottest, one of the hottest teams in the NHL. They went on, they had like an eight game winning streak, but um, and they've climbed out of the basement. But uh, like right now, they're sitting at eleven wins, eleven losses. 25 points. But if we look at their goals for, they have a negative 11 goal differential. Ugh. And I think it, they've been <clears throat> outshot almost every game as well. So they've had a couple come from behind wins that, that have helped them out, but mm-hmm. they're, they're not, they're not a very good team. No, they're, they're young. They're young. They're young. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I, I mean, Matt, Matt Knight, you're, you will listen eventually. You're a Browns fan. You can identify. Donnie, you're a Browns fan. You can identify. It, it sucks to root for a crummy team, but at least the Lions have had some success where the Browns have been mediocre for a long time. But, you know, here we go. Back to the, uh, you know, back to the draft. And I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we're just waiting for, I mean, not all teams could be good. You know, they can't all be good. Otherwise. Right. I mean, that'd be there's no just fun. not enough talent to go around. So. I just want to see him win a playoff game. For the love of God, let me see you win a playoff game. Which one are we talking about? <laughs> it could be yeah. the Red Wings or the... They make the playoff right. while they were making the playoffs, and then they lose immediately. So, yeah. I had a, I had a, a random thought just now, and I pulled up a uh, comment. Because a long time ago, I had an idea that um, we'd watch uh, one of our events. We'd do a, a live um, hangout 
you know, while we watched one of these crappy movies on Comet, which for those people uninitiated, Comet, from what I could tell, you guys at home will have to check it out. Go to CometTV.com. Let me know if you can stream it because it seems to be it's like a free, pretty much a free um, TV network. I don't think you have to have any certain provider. What is it? Watch. Comet TV? Yeah, CometTV.com. Oh, okay. Slash watch live. And they just play, it's like campy sci-fi. They play a lot of classic movie sci-fi and a bunch of stuff it's a lot of stuff you'd see on mystery science theater essentially but uh, i always thought it'd be good to have either us do riff tracks over top of it or at least have people hang out with us and watch it but right now is all those uh those boobs are being edited in the background um i looked at their upcoming right now it looks like they're playing dangerous game and this this description of above all things an australian policeman traps a computer whiz his buddy and other college students in a big store <laughs> in a big, that's a, in that's a big that's store. A, that's, that's a description. And we've got a Vincent Price movie coming up called Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. That, I don't and know that how sounds, that could be bad. That sounds good, right? So, something to look forward to. Do. But hey, <clears throat> I think that is going to do it for Flexpose this week. We have to say thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. Doing all those things. But a special thanks to all of our patrons. And an even more special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Kevin Austin, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Rollin, Tom Servo, Matt Knight, and our executors of excellence, Josh Braboni, Dan Anthony, Edwin Callow, Sirian and Renee, and our newest patron and executor of excellence, Devin Tyus. What? We appreciate wow. it. If you want to join the Flux Legion on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash Flux for all the deets. Just do it. Just do it. And hey, come back next week for more Flux Suppose. We will save you a seat. That is gonna do it. We're getting out of here. Goodbye. I just I just want to quickly mention that I won two games of a King and Assassin and you won Small World. Only one. The game, game where I just randomly clicked on things. Hey. That's what I that's how I buy things on Amazon. 